Jesus, is that you, Zombie Takeout? Does Zombie Takeout talk? I don't know. I've seen a lot of strange things over the years. Welcome to episode 52 of Zombie Takeout, Takeout. the B-Movie and Cult Movie Podcast. I'm Uncle John. And I'm Scotto. And this week, um, well, a movie that I I said last week that I had hope for, um, you were convinced we were bringing the pain again. Yes. And, well, I think you were right. (laughs) We're talking about Jesus Christ Vampire Hunter. Now, before we, we start on this... I'm trying to remember, was this something that we just, you know, we were looking at movies and we saw from the title, or was this taken from a list of cult movies? I think you found this one. I think you just heard the title and fell in love with it. Yeah, I I'm, think But so. I'm almost positive you suggested this one. I'd heard of it when you when you brought it up, but I really knew nothing about it. I had never heard of such a thing before, but uh, yeah, with the title like this, this yeah, this is, falls into the category of, it, it just had a title. And we had to go there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Much like the one we've been trying to hunt down for weeks now, which we'll mention if we ever find it. Oh, this one that we've been trying to hunt down for much longer than just weeks. Oh, yeah, a couple me. months, actually. Yeah, they come to snuff the rooster. Just exactly. Um, <laughs> and on that cryptic note, it is time for Scotto's impromptu plot summary, brought to Sponsored you by... by the Dominion Tavern on 33rd York Street in Ottawa. Seriously. It really exists. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That wasn't a that wasn't a uh, makeup. <laughs> That's real. Mm-hmm. Uh, so wow, you know what? I prepared everything else for this episode, but hadn't really thought of a prompt summary, making this truly impromptu. But this um, is kind of easy. <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, we have the Son of Man, Jesus Christ. He um, kind of a beach bum, and uh, he is recruited, of course, by two priests to fight a uh, scourge of vampires. Um, plot-wise, uh, well, he, well, okay, <laughs> this, I had to stretch to figure out, because, I mean, this thing ain't rich on plot, that's for no, sure. No, I think you're pretty much done. <laughs> that is pretty much it, isn't it? You know, he has a Mary Magnum, um, she, um, <laughs> she helps him get into mm-hmm. modern times with clothes and a haircut and all that, and that, you know, swimmer's body that Jesus has. We have to do that movie soon. Mm, yeah. Never mind. <laughs> That's one that I've just been like, we've got to do that one. But uh, Mary Magnum uh, falls to the dark side herself, and uh, he then recruits, of course, Santos, a uh, luchador uh, from, of course, from Mexico. Oh, yeah, we're all sorry there. Who is his, uh, you know, only apostle and uh, sidekick, mm-hmm. and. Um, uh, hilarity ensues. Well, one thing you, you, you neglected, unless you wanted to... Well, I guess this is going to come up. Um, the vampires are only going after lesbians. Yeah. Not really that necessary to the plot. Although, they did go after the one priest dude. So Well, because he was attacking him, I think. No, Problem. or was he? I don't know. Um, Vampirism of, in self-defense. Yes. Um, speaking <laughs> of um, priests at the beginning, I love the fact one of them had like major liberty spikes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
like almost a foot tall. <laughs> right, and then he had the helmet that had the um, cut out for the spikes. Yeah, cut out for the spikes. Uh, where where to begin on this one here? The, talking about the movie itself. Uh, let's see. There were parts that just uh, damn cracked me up. Uh, <laughs> some I don't even want to spoil, but um, things like when he did the the Hulk Hogan leg drop against one of the atheists. <laughs> I damn near lost it. <laughs> okay, you injured that stuff. I, I I really just thought fight scenes were kind of lady. The fight scenes did need improvement, um, or choreography, I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think that's the larger issue. Right, right. The fight scenes lacked in the choreography department. And, um, and yeah, the... And I think the other criticism I'd have of this would be the acting, of course, in some mm-hmm. places. Um, probably my, worse than Murder by uh, Death, the acting in some places. I think my criticism is pretty much the movie. Really, though? There was almost nothing I liked about this one. Just to put it out there at the top. Um, and, and I, and I kind of got a heads up when I went to watch it on Netflix and I, I noticed the cover which really reminded me of Bloodsucking Freaks. Now, I don't know if you've ever seen Bloodsucking Freaks. It's a, a trauma film. It, no, I haven't seen that one. Um, the only reason it's any good is because it's so perverse and twisted. Uh-huh. This is the same quality without the, the weird, twisted perversity. Um, I mean, there's it's a little perverse, but not really much. <laughs> um, and there was a great um, bit in the main review on IMDb you know how they have that one that's always separated and then you see first um, about the difference between B movies and student films. Well, and right, this, this this falls into the student film for me. This does fall into the student film. Um, it, it's it's very impressive for a student film, though. It's um, it ha- couldn't have had much of a budget at all to it. But I think, I mean, when it comes to uh, as as a comedy, uh, this was hilarious in some points. <laughs> I mean, the things they they reference uh, when they reference the the overly hysterical woman. Mm-hmm. That was a shout out to Airplane. <laughs> I missed a lot of that. You missed that. They were in the uh, the lesbian drop-in center, mm-hmm. and there, of course, yeah. they were all the dead bodies. And they had this woman mm-hmm. just screaming forever. <laughs> he was just she, you know. And at first, you're kind of like. Huh? What? Until they start taking turns hitting her, just for a couple seconds. I that completely went over my head. But yes, it's the scene from Airplane with the overly hysterical woman who's like, "We gotta get out of here!" And they, of course, they'd have the whole line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're up in it. <laughs> starts oh, with yeah. somebody slapping her, and then it goes back to you know, more and more weapons. <laughs> Right, right. Yeah, okay. yeah, well, and I about. think I think that worked because of the the ramp up in terms of the weapons. Yeah, it didn't really play in this one. They didn't have a whole line of people doing it, but mm-hmm. the fact that they had one person slapping her and calming her down, and then of course Jesus comes along, and slaps her. <laughs> you know, they were, that's exactly what they were gunning for, mm-hmm. though. But they didn't overdo it, which a lot of films would have, you know, yeah. like a lot of the, and I think it would have been annoying there. But that was just something kind of tossed out there that you had to notice. And then, uh. and, and and like a couple of movies that we talked about before, it, it does a few times, not much, but just a couple of times, devolve into a musical. That 
just when he thought you had this figured out that this was just going to be like a kung fu kind of thing and that was going to be it, they throw in a musical number. <laughs> a very odd musical number at that. Yeah. Um. And and, the, and just the whole score. I mean, it was another case like like Tromeo and Juliet, where most of the score was written for, or at least a large portion was written for the movie, including right. songs. Right. Well, every score is written for the movie, but you know there were songs written for the movie by some band. Well, right, and they they even say the sound the the, the cast list in the yeah at the beginning, and there's one yeah. song where he's just uh, listing off the books of the Bible, <laughs> which goes which leads itself to which leads to a, a bit of a joke if you can call it that. But <laughs> now, now I have one bit of trivia that I think really sums up my my issue issues with the movie. Um, it was shot on weekends during a two-year period. Mm-hmm. So, really? Over a two-year Two period? years. Okay, now they were only shooting on weekends, which is mm-hmm. part of the issue, I guess. You need a day job, but that's, you know, roughly 200 days. That seems like an awfully long time to shoot this. Well, they did have uh, for something that was a student film. They, okay, just thought, was it a student film? Because uh, that could change my whole opinion. You could tell. I mean, it was a step above Kevin Smith's, you know, budget for clerks, it looked like mm-hmm. to me. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, how much was really put into this? Or were they going for that look, even? Mm-hmm. Because there were lines in the picture and stuff that you were kind of like, would that really, I mean, were they really filming in that type of film where those would appear even? True. So, I, it, it's tough to say, but it, to me it seemed like... If this, if, I, if I knew this was a student film, I would t- be a lot easier on it. I'm looking at it as a B film. Right. It, and It is a B film, I think. And and as a B movie, i got to compare it to the Masters, Trauma. And the thing about Trauma... Mm-hmm. They put everything into their movies. They commit <laughs> blood, sweat, and tears, you know, to make up for that lack of budget and occasionally lack of talent. It seems like they were just lazy with this one. What beating up people with kidneys wasn't enough for you? <laughs> well, that I mean, Troma's topped that ten. Don't chuck intestines. Wow, I th- uh, wasn't there a bit like that in Tromeo? Probably. Um. So you know. They didn't commit. They didn't really put much into the movie in terms of the effort, the in terms of the acting, in terms of anything, the writing, the chore- the stunt choreography. It it just seemed like it was they were doing it on a lark for fun, and whatever happens happens. They weren't really committing to the movie. I think the writing. I have to disagree about the writing. The writing. I think. Wow. I mean, this this really blows Neil Simon's murder by death script away. If you think about it. <laughs> Wow. I mean, I laughed more at this film than, whew, I mean, I, I think I had like three good laughs at Murder by Death last week, mm-hmm. where this, I think I laughed from beginning to end. I, mean, I, I barely laughed. I, there were about two points, two, two spots, and I, I can only really remember one of them that really cracked me up. The the bowl of ice cream that we referenced in the intro, was I, I loved. But that that and maybe one or two other points was were the only times where I really got a kick out of it. The the, the bowl of cherries, you mean? Well, bowl of cherries, cherries ice cream, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. 
call your mom. <laughs> yeah, I liked that scene. <laughs> and then the whole, you know, when he does talk to her, hi, mom. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and yeah, there were just so many weird things in this, but they, they were they were a lot of fun. And you know what I think the, the, where you're lost in some of this is uh, you, you never followed wrestling <laughs> briefly, but not never really got that into it. No. Okay, so one of the things they absolutely love in Canada is professional wrestling, and I think a lot of the fight scenes just had that that spirit uh, to it. Like the Hulk Hogan leg drop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, and to see with the atheist first, I was gonna, I was gonna say, hmm, you know, what it, you know, at, I think the second time they had more people come out, I was kind of, well, what are they, what the hell? I mean, that that's kind of dumb. But then mm-hmm. when they just kept having more and more people, yeah, come it was out, a clown car thing, which would have been great if they edited it better. Well, yeah, the the editing on that part, because you know. I think they, they just wanted to keep the space clear for them to be able to do their moves and whatnot. So well, no, I don't mean... I don't back mean, to choreography. Well, I don't mean the, the actual fight scenes, but the, mm-hmm. the shots of, you know, it's just a couple more people... get They just inserted a shot of a couple more people getting out of a car. There was no effect of, you know, it was these hundreds of people pouring out of these two cars. Well, yeah, it had to. Where else could they have come from? Well, but I'm saying it didn't... I, I didn't buy the effect of, you know, these people showing up, you know, randomly pouring out of this car that couldn't have possibly held that many people. Because you only see two people in the car where they come in. Yeah. But that's part of the joke. They just, they just keep coming. And even, I think it was when they got to about the third or fourth group, just the look on Jesus' face when more people coming out of like, oh, <laughs> really? That was good, yeah. <laughs> I think that was one of the other few points where I did chuckle. <laughs> And, and and I think that's, again, getting to the, the problem, it, the, the laziness issue. I think the guy who played Jesus, I would like to see him in some other things. He, he's he got some talent. He's apparently in a lot of their films. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he after, mostly works for, I think it's Odessa. Yeah, um, that's the, the company that, that made the film, yeah. been doing this. And they, they have a series called Harry Knuckles, and, mm-hmm. you know... I think the the luchador is is a he's in all of that, them yeah so yeah um, uh, it's a standby character that's our um, oh I don't know mm-hmm. <laughs> insert character that we used in the past repeatedly well yeah yeah I, I don't think we have on this show but um, no no we had a punny punny on the other um, oh the budget on this the budget was one hundred thousand Canadian dollars which would translate to about um, I'd say. You know, seventy, eighty thousand American dollars. They're fairly, they're fairly close. So it's slightly shy of um, Smith's budget for uh, Clark's. It's. I thought he was twenty-seven. So was he twenty-seven? Yeah. Oh, I so, thought he was a hundred. Well, it's about so. It's about less than three times his amount, which, considering his was just a dialogue movie yeah. with like trashing a score. Yeah. yeah. He knew how to use what he had. This. I mean, musical numbers, <laughs> fight scenes, and, you know, attempts at effects, and, you know, you can see where the money went to here. Mm-hmm. There, there's other movies where I've seen this do where it's like, somebody pocketed a lot of money. This is not one of them. You can mm-hmm. see what they did here. Unfortunately, it didn't go into some some of the acting, or choreography. 
Yeah, although I can't say all the acting was bad. There were a few yeah. actors. I mean, like I said, the guy who played Jesus, I see potential. He phoned this in. But I see potential. He could be really good. Um, that reaction shot during the fight scene was, was funny. Um, <laughs> was priceless. And there were some other moments that were really good. Yeah. Um, the girl who played uh, Mary Mag- Magnum. Mm-hmm. One of the only actors, I think, who really tried in the movie. I, I I would love to see her in something else. This is the only thing she's ever done. And, I, and I've, I've read that she do, did, some, somewhere in the IMDb forum, somebody said that she does intend to pursue a career. Right. So she, she was good. Um, she, and she actually tried. Yeah. Uh, and, and the only other actor I think who really gave a damn was the narrator. <laughs> you can't say he was good, but he really put something into that. I have no idea. I could have done without the narrator, probably. <laughs> well, so could I. I can't say I enjoyed those segments, but you got to admit, the guy really put something into that part. <laughs> that, was, that was very strange. <laughs> probably some of the strangest parts of the movie was the narrator, I'd say. I mean, it, it didn't really fit with the story that they no. were telling. No, it, it, it was kind of like Lemmy and Dromeo, you know? Well, yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was thinking Levy, you know, from from Trovio, definitely. And, but and he gave us an episode title at least. Yeah, yeah, true. Um, sort of. And the other thing that got me, and and it, again, it was one of those few bright spots, and and a, mm-hmm. a bit confusing. The the use of just weed in term phlebotanum for the um the uh, how the vampirism occurs was surprisingly. Solid in terms of the science. <laughs> they actually researched it. Really, the science was actually pretty solid. I mean, it sounded it sounded good when they were saying it. I didn't notice any major holes with that. It did sound plausible, so I was like, "All right, I'll take your word for that." And and, and that was really unexpected. Somebody who actually you know knew a bit about science put that together. I'm not saying you know it, it actually would hold up, but you know it, it worked. It logically followed, which is all you can ask for in most science fiction. Now, you know, I didn't take a look at our uh, at our canon of movies that we've done. Mm-hmm. Is this actually our first vampire movie? <laughs> I think it might be. Isn't that weird? Yeah. <laughs> I well, mean, unless you count, um, I mean, you could arguably count Plan 9, but... No. <laughs> you can't count that one. But, I mean, if you don't, then I think it it, it may very well be our first vampire movie, yes. Very strange. But, you know, that's how we do things sometimes. We apologize if you're a vampire movie fan and we haven't done any of the... Yeah, we'll we'll get to the John Carpenter's Vampire sequel with John Bon Jovi eventually. Oh, God. Kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Not even for this show. You want to bring in the pain, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so let's let's, uh, move onward. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, there was one other one other thing in my notes I wanted to point out. Sure. Just because, again, it was one of those few laughs, although I'm sure it may have been unintentional. Um, in the Dominion Tavern, the, yeah. um, we have a performance by Blind Jimmy Leper, who basically just scats over this rockabilly band. <laughs> when he speaks, though, yeah, is it me or did he sound just like Ozzy? Oh, I don't know. I thought you were going to say... Uh... You know, something from the Star Wars cantina, since he had a couple Star Wars references. Well, there were some Star cat. Yeah, that was nice, too. Chewbacca and Obi-Wan, yeah. Yeah. Um, but he he sounded just like Ozzy when he, when he spoke, which I got, a, I got a kick out of, even though I, I don't know if it was necessarily intentional. 
Oh, well, I don't know. <laughs> Could have been. But yeah, when I saw you know the the sign and the address, I was like, I got to Google this to look it <laughs> And sure enough, there it is. When I'm back in Ottawa sometime in the future, I was going to say, next time I'll you make it to, to the go. Great White North, you're going to make a pilgrimage, I'm sure. If I if I am in Ottawa, I have been in Ottawa in years, but I'm sure I'll wind up there someday again. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, what's uh, I think we we've talked about enough of the cast. Yeah, yeah. Uh, where to next? Well, I'm kind of done with my notes. So, sequels well, yeah. and remakes, I guess. Sequels and remakes. I guess there is room for a sequel. I mean, not necessarily the vampire aspect. But, I you would know, love to see a sequel of this movie. Honestly. You have, you know, Jesus coming back fighting supernatural mm. forces. So, you know, <clears throat> you mean, there's uh, plenty of places you could go with that. I like Jesus. I like the Luchador. I liked Mary Magnum. Mm-hmm. I, I would like to see these three take on something else. Perhaps zombies. Well, Perhaps zombies ninjas. are big now. Ninjas might even be better. Zombie ninjas. Oh, there you go. Now, a remake, I, I think, would be utterly pointless. Well, he could iron out some of the, you know... Could you imagine a remake of this where they had good fight scenes, though? And a budget and, you know, decent actors? Yeah. Who would you... Ooh. Okay. Had a thought. Because okay. a lot of this movie did remind me of uh, Kung Pao. Okay. I could see, see that. So the guy who was the lead, I can't think of his name, um, Steve Odenkirk. I was going to say Odenkirk. Yeah. Um, I could play Jesus. But you'd have to have guts. This movie can't be made in America. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> it can't be. I mean, I, I did read, like, uh, there was, a, I, I don't know what it was. It was some, uh, it was about a uh, a screening for a uh, an American Academy of Religion that they they were meeting in Toronto and they actually had a screening of the movie a year after it was made to uh, and discuss the movie of course too because i mean like the script has you know some theological text to it if you think mm-hmm. about it yeah and where where they're going so they they took it quite seriously the older people were offended of course and the younger you know got well, it uh, Aside from the fact that Jesus is is committing act of, acts of violence, I really don't see anything a Christian could really be offended in terms of how they portray Jesus. I can't really see a problem there. Right, and I was kind of expecting walking into this that it was just going to, you know, that it was going to blaspheme for blasphemy's sake. I guess you could. Say. Yeah, I was expecting that too, and was kind of surprised that they yeah. were, you know. With the exception of the little grab ass at the end, but you know, <laughs> yeah. I think the, the the joke was who well, could resist that, was that a, ass. That was a running gag. Yeah, um, right. was it? Uh, it was the Luchador's manager. Yes. Um, everybody grabbed her ass. Yeah, and she re- did not react at all because you know, they had this giant prosthetic ass on her, mm-hmm. of course. Which I did not notice until the last shot. Well, yeah, they had the bloopers at the at the very end, <laughs> and one of them was her putting on. Yeah. I, I skipped over that. You um, did? Yeah. That, I, was, that was another nice fun thing about this. They they went back to the, the old school, you know, Burt Reynolds <laughs> gag reel at the end mm-hmm. of the movie. I saw a bit of it, but I, I did skip over a lot of the credits. I just kind of scanned through to see if there was any extra scenes and watched a few of the bloopers. I missed that one. 
but it was yeah. it was that last shot that pulled back when they were watching the plane take off was the time was the only point I realized okay that her ass is abnormally large, <laughs> right? But the uh, you know so other than that, and I guess a, a gag about him making more lemonade, which didn't look like lemonade to me in the very beginning, but no. you know, you know the lemon water mm-hmm. that he could make more. <laughs> <laughs> that he could make more. Uh, I forgot about that one. <laughs> that uh, you know, is there enough for us? You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the whole violence thing, and you know, to some the acceptance of homosexuality, but you know, that's a larger debate. Well, right. Um, but I mean, aside from those few things, it, it, there's nothing. You know, I don't really see much room for being offended by it. Yeah, the fact that they did this before dogma. <laughs> yeah. I think I think that's that's huge there too, and uh, this did remind me a lot of Dogma, actually. Mm-hmm. And I will say I, I, that's probably my least favorite of, or one of my least favorite Kevin Smith movies. So maybe that oh. that factored in as well. So I could see a a sequel or a remake out of this. Um, well, I think it would be probably interesting. I don't think it would be as fun as this movie was, mm. and I think that's what a lot of this movie had was just the. And and you know you give it a budget, yeah, you improve the problems, but you also they're never you're never going to get away with something like this with a budget. True. There are True. too many people giving you money who will, who have veto. You know, we said that this was a lot greater in budget than Clerks. The other thing, Smith saved a lot of money by filming in black and white Super yeah, 8. Yeah. And I think and their film quality was just a little better than Smith's, and it was in color, which is a lot more expensive to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. If, I don't know if I'd say the quality is better. I I, I get mm-hmm. that. Yeah, color is a, a lot more expensive. I don't. I wouldn't it, say fact, the general quality is better. That's true. It may have been in Super Eight. Also, I don't, know, I don't think he did Super Eight. Um, I think he was a little better than that. Kevin mm-hmm. Smith. This looks Might Super Eight. No. Ooh. It might have still been the the you know I think it's thirty two is the the standard uh, older amount but I think yeah the color processing is was a lot more expensive like mm-hmm. three times the price in itself uh-huh. so who knows they could have all just went to filming it in color <laughs> yeah, probably yeah. no <laughs> <laughs> unless they were doing video which of course is a lot cheaper probably I I get the feeling it was you know borrow a handy cam from somebody and and shoot it. It didn't seem handicam. It should seem better than that. Yeah, I don't know about that. That's oh amazing. no! You see handicam. You come on. You saw the. <laughs> this is way back, and the those outside of the uh, South Jersey area are not going to get this. But you remember the white trash all stars? <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, yeah. That was handicam. All right. Yeah, it is better than that. <laughs> it's better than Blair Witch, actually. In terms of the film, the film quality. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> Boy, <laughs> this is a long debate that really serves no purpose. Um, uh, you're right. So let's... Uh, on the brain. We're at brains already, huh? Well, we've done sequels and remakes. What's next? Yeah, you're right. Brains. So you, uh, we, we both disagree yet again, and we're in the opposite directions uh, uh, on this. As the opposite from our usual, yeah. Um, yeah. So you go first. Well... It wasn't perfection, obviously, mm-hmm. but I would recommend for people to see this without a doubt. And kind of, I'd see this again really soon, so I'm going with a four because I, I just loved it. I thought it was fun, and the jokes hit, 
And it, I wasn't expecting anything out of this, believe me. And <laughs> was very pleasantly surprised. Now, now you've made some decent arguments, so I, I will admit you've talked me up a half a point. No, or a half really. a brain. So I'm going two and a half. Two and a half, excellent. But I, I will agree um, that I will agree that you know if you find this interesting, if it sounds like your kind of movie, I would say see it. Form your own opinion. Yeah, uh, I'm not going to say film. don't see it. Uh, it is nowhere near the trauma level of commitment. I won't say quality because quality is really a, a questionable term. Well, trauma, right. It is nowhere near their level of commitment, but it does they have some good They weren't going for that though. They weren't going for the the. Well, I guess they were going for the outright gore in some scenes. <laughs> But, but you know, they weren't celebrating that. Well, I don't mean the trauma um, ethos, or, or I can't say ethos. Um, <laughs> I can't say, not necessarily the trauma vision, the tra- not their style. I'm just saying their level of commitment. You know, trauma, like I've said, they put everything they have into a movie. These guys just seem to phone it in a lot. There were a lot of people phoning in, but it was a lot of fun, too. So, until next week, when we, uh, we will be watching Godzilla, or Gojira, as I like to call it. Yes, the Raymond Burr version, just to be clear, because there's a lot of them. Yes. Um, until then, go to zombietakeout.com, look at the album art, the episode description. Of course, we've got the actual episodes, the links, um, and all that We've actually stuff. had feedback, but you can check it out there. Yeah, yeah. There's um, actually a movie requested that we'll probably be doing in the very near future. Oh, on on the site or on the Facebook group? On the Facebook page. Oh, yeah, there's also a link to the Facebook page, it. yes. Go there, yes. That request, what we will be getting to, yes. Um, until but then, after Gojira. Yes. Well, we'll couple, I think we've got a couple more planned after that. Okay. Um, until then, always remember, never forget, wherever you go in life, there you are. There you are. My old manager. Don't let this gringo con you, Jesus. He'll have you wrestling midgets in border towns or 10% of the net. Welcome to episode, which episode is it? 52 of Zombie Takeout. I normally have that in my notes. I forgot this time. Shall we Shall we take this again? Do you want, okay. There's our outtake. It was pretty damn funny, too. All right.